Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. We are joining together as we are looking into Luke chapter number 8, verse number 40. And it's a wonderful passage really coming back to the power of Jesus. He has come to give us life and life more abundantly. One of the things that I find most incredible as we have gone over the last few sections is, is seeing that God's Word has power. How we receive God's word matters. And we really begin to see the the amazing power of Christ as he calms the winds and the waves and he delivers this maniac at Gadara. Now we see him returning and someone comes to him and we see such a beautiful picture of Christ's power on display, his omnipotence. Verse number 40, it says, and it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house, for he had only one daughter, about 12 years old, and she lay a-dying. Now, this is an interesting story because really we have two stories going on at once. I didn't get to the second story, and we're about to get there. But we see Jesus coming back, and the people were waiting for him. His ministry is beginning to take off. We see that the popularity of Jesus is is reaching, I wouldn't say its peak, but it's getting there. People are starting to find out. They're hearing about these miracles. They're hearing about all the things that he's doing. And now we see that this man is seeking out, he is a ruler of the synagogue. So this man is a Jewish leader. He is not a follower of Jesus, yet he seeks Jesus out and he comes to Jesus and he begs him to come to his house. And why did he do that? Well, he had a 12-year-old daughter, his only daughter, who was very sick, very sick unto death, meaning that She probably was nearing death. And now on the backside of that situation starting, we see another situation unfolding. People were gathering around Jesus. Verse number 43, we see that there is a lady who as the people are gathering around, a woman having an issue of blood who had spent all her living, she spent tons of money going to physicians yet none of them could heal her. She came behind Jesus in the midst of these people, thronging Jesus, just gathering around Jesus. We see that she touched him. She came behind him, verse number 44, and touched the border of his garment. It says this, and immediately her issue of blood was stanched, meaning that as soon as she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, she was healed. Her blood issue was stopped. Jesus, in verse number 45, he says, who touched me? 
he asks this question, who touched me? And as Jesus is asking this question, Peter pipes up. You got to see this. Jesus said, who touched me? Somebody has touched me. I perceived virtue is gone out of me. And yet Peter here in verse number 45, he says, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee. And you said, who touched me? Of course, Jesus, what Peter is saying, of course, Jesus, people touched you because there's people all around you. Nothing happened. There are people everywhere. And Jesus confirms it. He says, oh, I know someone touched me because I felt virtue leave me. I felt power leave me. And this is when the woman in verse number 47, she reveals herself. The woman saw that she was not hid. She wasn't getting away. She came trembling and falling down before him and declared unto him before all the people why she touched him. She revealed, I have an issue of blood. I spent all this money trying to be healed, and I knew that you were the only one that could do it. And I was healed immediately. Verse number 48, and he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Isn't that incredible? There is all these people around Jesus, the son of the living God, the one who's omnipotent. And yet there's one lady who reaches out. She sees Jesus and touches the hem of his garment and receives healing. Warren Wearsby said this. He said, you can be a part of the crowd and never get any blessing from being near Jesus. It's one thing to press him, but it's another thing to touch him and to touch him by faith. We may not have strong faith, but we do have a strong Savior, and he responds even to the touch of the hem of his garment. What a powerful statement. There's all these people around. All these people are are pressing upon Jesus, and yet one reached out to touch Jesus in faith. You see, we're flawed people. Sinners in need of a great Savior. And yet we see Jairus go to Jesus for his daughter. You see this lady go to Jesus for her issue of blood. And could I tell you this, parents, friends, there's never a bad time to go to Jesus. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to the Father. He can meet your need. We see here in verse number 49, the. it almost feels like they, they didn't want Jesus to forget. Verse number 49, it says, while he yet spake, as he was talking to this lady with the issue of blood, while Jesus is still talking to her, the ruler, uh, there's one that comes from the ruler of the synagogue's house or Jairus's house saying, thy daughter is dead. And verse number 42, even, it says that she lay a dying. So she wasn't dead at that point. Verse number 49, we see they're claiming, Jesus, you got to come. She's dead. When Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And when she came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter, James, and John, and the father and the mother of the maiden. And everybody's crying in verse number 52. They they were crying. They bewailed her. They're mourning. But he said, don't cry. She's not dead. She's only sleeping. 
And the response to this, what Jesus said, is quite incredible. They begin laughing. They begin mocking him, scorning him, knowing that she was dead. And yet he pulled them, pulled, put everybody out. He took her in, her, took the daughter by her hand and said, Maid, arise. Jesus calls her back to life. This is verse number 50, 53 that says this. He says, and they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. Oh, they they thought they knew that she was dead. They mocked him. They they knew that she was dead. But did they really know? Jesus calls her back to life in front of the small private crowd. The parents were even astonished, verse number 56 says. But he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. You know what it doesn't say? I don't want to read too much into this, but it doesn't say that Peter, James, and John were astonished. Her parents, verse number 56, were astonished. I have a sneaking suspicion. Now, this is probably my sanctified imagination. If it were me being Peter, James, and John, and I was just on a boat that saw him calm the winds and the waves, I saw him do so many healings. You know, this one wouldn't surprise me. Uh, We are about to see um, more incredible things. We're even coming up in the future on the transfiguration of Christ. But they weren't astonished at this. They, they, at the very least, the Bible makes note that her parents were astonished. Jesus, after all, is the resurrection and the life. Wearsby says this, when a lost sinner is raised from dead to life, you can tell it by the speech, by the walk, the appetite of the person, and the change of clothes. You cannot hide new life. G. Campbell Morgan went so far as to say this, in the home of Jairus, they learned that Jesus is victorious over death. On the Mount of Transfiguration, they discovered that he would be glorified in his death. And in the garden, they saw that he was surrendered to death. And now all three of these men that witnessed this mighty miracle needed these lessons in their life. And we need these lessons today. All of us need to see these two situations, both the woman with the issue of blood, Jarius and his daughter, we see this powerful uh, demonstration of Christ's power. He is who he says he is, and he's worthy of worship. He's worthy of us giving our whole entire life to. And I wonder how many of us, I wonder how many of us will be comforted in our trials, comforted in knowing that we can go to a God who cares. Does Jesus care? Oh, yes, he cares. We can take it to him in prayer and take him, and he will meet every need. He will answer every prayer. Now, sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no, and sometimes the answer is wait. But we can know that everything we go through is sifted by the hand of God, and we can know that when God does a work, he does all 
things well. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. And we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.